welcome to Stalking Spurs, the podcast that's 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. You're here with me, Spurs fangirl Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Acid. Hey, Acid, how are you? Woohoo! Hey, Patty. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Come on, you Spurs. We, this episode is jam-packed with, like, stars, Hollywood, a bit of, like, celebrity. So give us your best blue steel because it's lights, camera, and fashion. This week at Stalking Spurs, we'll be covering... Apparently, you've got some, like, heavy-hitting fans who just happen to be on the cover of both Vogue UK and US. I think Just the cover of Vogue. <laughs> just two covers. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about a Spurs player that happens to be on the cover of El South Korea. Guess so, who? Hmm. We don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. But also, we're going to see, like, you know, all these Spurs players that just happen to be modeling on the red carpet and at the team photo shoot. So, you know what? Let's get into it. And there goes the whistle. Let's begin our first half. Awesome. Let's hit the ground running with that mysterious Spurs fan who's on the cover of Vogue US and UK. Surprise, surprise. It's Adele. (laughs) Okay, you guys, check out these two videos that we're going to talk about um, around this cover story. Um, it's you'll find links to everything we're this and everything we're talking about on the show in our episode description or episode notes. So follow along there. There you'll find a link to Vogue's uh, seventy three questions mm. with Adele. So they do this like with celebrities all the time, where they kind of follow them. They stalk them around their mm. houses I love and it. ask the celebrity questions. I mean, it just so happens one of the first questions that Adele is asked in this video is, does she still know the Tottenham Hotspur songs? And of course, the answer is yes. Once yeah. a stalker, always a stalker. And yeah. her like stalkerness, her Spurs stalkerness, we're going to brand it right now, <laughs> just it. comes out in its full glory. And she busts out in like a Grammy-winning performance of Glory, <laughs> Glory, Tottenham Hotspur, which I love, right? So it's... it's- it's fucking surreal because Asas and I were kind of brainstorming what we wanted to feature in this episode of like, oh, stars are just like us. They're also fangirls and fanboys for Spurs. And we were looking at like, ooh, this is a rumor. Rumor has it that, you know, this fan is a, this celebrity is a fan. And then we get blessed with this crazy 73 questions. And like, what? We didn't even have to wait for the 73 question. We opened with it. Like, it's pretty kismet. And it's kind of crazy because Adele is huge. Like, she's a huge star. and New album also. Exactly. So I kind of want her to show up at the stadium and, like, have a pick with the lads because, like, she would look so good. And I don't know. Come on. Come on, Spurs PR team. Get on this. You need the good PR right now. (laughs) One last thing about her, like, about her, about this video where she's singing is that I love that, okay, we all know that Adele has pipes and she's mm-hmm. like, she's a world-class singer, but I love that she kind of matches the slight pitchiness of how some like a rando drunk fan at the stadium might sing it. So, wow, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to watch a game like, with her. How can we do that? Exactly. Adele, hi, we love you. We love Spurs. Should we all watch together? I think that would be a good idea. And you're right, Asad. I like that, yeah, she could have done, like, she could have put us to shame and sang other songs in, like, really Adele style. But she's a fan through and through. And you know she's drunk at the games, too. So For it's sure. like, yeah, authenticity. I like it. I like it a lot. Speaking of authentic people, we move on to our very own 
Sun Hyung-min, Sunny, once again, gracing the cover of yet another fashion magazine. And with it, we get a YouTube video, which honestly is production value amazing, content amazing. And guys, it's five minutes. So that's brilliant because attention spans, zilch, content, A+. plus. Like, wow, what more can you want? So in this video, uh, El Korea asks him a bunch of questions and he answers it. And my, we'll get into the questions in a bit, but what I really like about Sunny is I've always thought that he's a bit, how would I put this, like PR ready? Like it's very like inauthentic and like, I'm not saying he's being fake. I mean that he just is really PR like trained to the max. Yes, totally. But then I don't know if it's PR training or because his consistency is crazy. For example, like you mentioned, he still does not have a screen background. Like, really? Yes. Yeah, they ask him, is your phone screen still blank? And he shows, yes, it is. He, so, he has such a tightly controlled persona. It's, it's wild. He's like the Beyonce of the Premier League. You know, <laughs> Beyonce has a tightly controlled persona. They must have the same PR peeps. Because maybe. Sunny is the same. It's watertight. Nothing no, but, is going to come out. But I also like that he was just very, like, you know how... No, I'm not saying he doesn't have a personality. He's very cute and, like, chummy and, and charming. But when he said, sorry, I'm really quite boring. Like, it's just so... I don't know if your PR ready would tell you to say that. I feel like they would tell you to be like, no, you say you're into this and this. Like, I appreciate that he kind of revealed small details, like how he's watching Hospital Playlist, which now yes. I now have to look up. And, like... and. I know that we've had a lot of BTS connection with him, which I love completely. And please, BTS ARMY, who are Spurs fans, come on, jump on this content. Because he they've been shouting each other out so much. I'm kind of like in heaven. And again, this is my intro into the BTS world. But I can't tell if that's just media and like, you know, joining forces with the biggest Korean pop, the biggest pop group in the world. Because... He was saying when they asked him the question of like, what do you guys have in common? And then he just goes, with BTS, apart from being South Korean, I guess, is he goes, we're all just doing the best out of our situation. And those things come Mm. off quite authentic. So it's so hard to tell if it's just really a nicely tight PR game or if it's just Sunny being Sunny. Him saying that he doesn't really have any other talents apart from football. Like, shouldn't a PR person like brief him to be like, oh, I like, I don't know playing the guitar unless that's the brand they're developing for him where he is Mm -hmm. just a football icon and nothing else they don't want to water down his brand with other things fair enough the mystery continues we still don't know whether this persona that Sunny is presenting is really that or if it's all media trained because it's quite consistent with the persona he presented in Sensational where it's really just football is life and I do not have any other hobbies except for being like a pro gamer because he did play some games on his computer in Sensational. But yeah, guys, um, there's just just one, I guess, acid. You you called it out to me when you're watching this that there was a question to Sunny of, who does he think has good style in his team? Yes, who dresses well. And he says no one dresses well, <laughs> which is hilarious because, oh my God. But like he, okay, so he says that at first and then he reflects a bit and then he, he concedes and he says, Delhi has cute style. Yeah. And that's, that's as much as he gives. Um, and he, yeah, I think we, we have talked in the past about how 
footballer style, especially at Spurs, isn't isn't great. It's just no. it's very standard. It's brands yeah. galore, but no yeah. one actually has like style I, style. I like that he calls out though that Delhi was Delhi copied him now and is now wearing looser things, oversized mm-hmm. things because Delhi used to wear like very tight things. I, yes. I, and this is for more for me of like the PR training of like when he said he doesn't miss any English food, British food when he's in Seoul. And like he apologized, I'm sorry to the British people, I really don't miss any food. And I'm like, would PR tell him to say that? Wouldn't they just like tell him to say something to appease the British fans? I don't know. And that's why this is a stalking Spurs mystery. The mystery of Sonny's Beyonce persona and the airtight PR life he leads. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. Speaking of tight, check out some pictures from the red carpet event where James Bond premiered here in the UK. So, okay, this is this is a few weeks ago now. I think mm. maybe some people have seen the new James Bond film. Maybe some people haven't. We're not here to talk about the spoilers. We're here <laughs> to talk about the fashion on the red carpet. And we are doing that because it just so happens that there are a bunch of Spurs players who showed up for this event. It. And the first dude we're going to talk about looking super tight is King Harry Kane. Love On it. his own Instagram, he's not, he's not a prolific poster. No. So when he posts, you know it means something. And I think here, what he means is, check me out. <laughs> because look at this picture of him and Kate. They look, they look perfect. Harry looks dashing. He looks like royalty. He looks amazing in a tux. His hair looks great. His grooming is perfect. Uh, mm. Kate will move on to in a bit more detail later, but she's looking <laughs> stunning. Um, and he just captions it saying, "A great night at the Bond premiere with Kate Kane." Just casually, casually Chill. saying, "This Chill. is what I did last night." But yeah, you look great, yo. While we're in this household, we're also going to check in on Kate's Instagram, and here there's a bit more to talk about because she posts like a multi-photo post. So it's the same portrait of them on the red carpet. And we also get kind of a behind-the-scenes look. We see inside their house, Harry's putting this bajillion pound necklace <laughs> on her. It's crazy. And it's a really sweet moment. Like, she's she's selling this moment. She has her eyes closed and she's smiling. Harry looks a little bit like he's struggling with a clasp. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Yeah. I, I love this. I love that we get this behind-the-scenes moment. Thanks to Kate Kate, obviously, who would post the content we need. I like yes. that Harry kind of realized, oh, I kind of look good in this. Sure, why not post it? I mean, Sir Harry Kane, at this premiere, you've got, like, the freaking Prince of Wales and, and the, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Big names, so big names. They are amongst royalty, and it's natural yeah. that our king, Harry, is in it because, wow, he deserves to be there. And Kate looks amazing. I, ho- I don't know she what the does. insurance is is on that like that necklace because I'm sure it's massive. So okay, after some research, this necklace she's wearing is a multi-strand necklace from oh it, it's a multi-strand necklace called Ribbons Ashoka with like a with a registered symbol. So this means something. <laughs> I just don't know what it means. It's the it's a platinum diamond necklace and it costs a whopping 45,000 GBP. Jesus Which, for our Christ. listeners, you can order now um, for a 10% discount at boodles.com using promo code STALKERS. <laughs> so check it out if you want. You know, if you want to live your, your wag fantasy, life. just go to boodles.com and snap that incredibly <laughs> expensive necklace up. That is insane. 
It is. It's insane. And I can't imagine. I know, like, actors and actresses do this all the time. Walk a red carpet. But, like, do you think in, like, Kate Kane and, and Harry's wildest dreams when they were kids, when they were together as kids, that they'd be walking down the red carpet with royalty and not just Hollywood royalty, but actual royalty and be wearing an expensive necklace like this? I don't know. It just feels crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, the cost of this necklace is probably, like, uh, higher than average income or something. It's Yeah, it's wild. For sure. Anyway, For sure. we are getting sidetracked. Let's <laughs> stick to this red carpet. So let's keep walking down this red carpet, and we'll spot another Spurs player. And this is the extremely dashing and beautiful couple, <laughs> Sergio Reggion. I was about to say Sergio Reggion. Um, and the beautiful Marta. So these are, check out the episode description. We have a link to his Instagram multi-photo post where it's just, look at the, look at the, the vibes these two are giving off. They're like, Hot. check this out. We are millionaires on a red <laughs> carpet. They look stunning. They really do. Actually, Ma, so Marta to me is like super stunning. I'd, I'd say her, her skirt is a little bit wrinkled. It needs to be steamed a little bit. That's, but that's really all I'd say. That's all I would say. Other than that, perfect. No, I, I love it that these two are just leaning into this influencer lifestyle. Like, I yes. feel like we just need to, like, do a special feature every episode of, like, what are our TikTok influencers doing these days? Because that shit is difficult. And, yeah, they also have day jobs. So, you know, like, good job, Marta, and good job, Reggie, for just looking good and making it look effortless. This shit is hard. Totally, totally. <laughs> And that's the halftime whistle. So at halftime, we're checking in with Toby to talk a bit about our recent form and a bunch of games. And come back after and join us for the second half, where we talk about the Spurs photo shoot and, of course, shit Jan likes. Hey, welcome to halftime. As usual, we dedicate our entire halftime segment to actually talking about football. <laughs> and for this segment, we're joined by our football correspondent, Toby. What's up, Toby? Hello. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. <gasps> so, okay. Spurs fan. I don't think we need to set context <laughs> for Spurs fans or anyone who vaguely knows about what's going on in the Premier League. So I think we'll just start out. Let's start out with. Let's start out with some negativity. <laughs> Why not? So yeah, my question is, what what is up with the fan rage on Twitter? <laughs> because Twitter, Spurs Twitter right now is an extremely, extremely angry and discontent place. And I'm just I'm feeling a bit jarred because I know our form hasn't been great, but you look at the table and we're kind of. We're where we belong, <laughs> shall we say. Six is not a bad place. It is, I think, it's kind of, it's our default setting. It is our home, if we're being honest with ourselves. Six isn't a bad number, yeah. but I think, Acid, you just answered yourself. Twitter is just like a sad place. And Spurs Twitter, more importantly. <laughs> I was looking at, like, tweets from the like last word on Spurs, guys, and everyone just seems really angry. So I, that's what made me look at the table. I'm like, wait, aren't we where we are? I don't know. Well, actual actual Spurs accounts are also kind of showing this yeah, malcontent. Yeah, not not the official. Yeah, yeah. Huh. There's Nuno out. There's Nuno yeah, out. Yeah, I don't get yeah. this Nuno I out don't. thing, Toby. Like, is it just me? Yeah. I yeah. I 
It's absolutely a non-starter for me. I don't know where that's coming from. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. After this short period of time, and after I think, I mean, in spite of the results, where, I mean, slightly, you know, over overachieving in in my expectations of the season, which is battling for the top six, because there are very very good teams this year. I mean, Chelsea look like almost unbeatable. I mean, several teams. West Ham looks good. Brighton looks really good. So, I mean, it's definitely not going to be easy. So, of course, we need to turn this slump around. Like, losing at Arnhem was not good. Uh, I thought we were pretty unlucky, and I thought the referee wasn't terrific. But I think we'll we'll get there. I mean, we'll still find the chemistry that we need. Um, even the announcer yesterday mentioned that there was some rumors of disgruntlement in the side that the starting 11 was being shifted around so much. But... I think Nuno's got to continue to experiment with the with the players that he has, and nobody's playing themselves into the starting eleven every single game. Like nobody is playing so well that it's indisputable that yeah. they should start. Yeah, so, not even yeah. like the usual superstars. Like I think we can be really we love Harry Kane, but we can be really mm. honest that this mm. isn't the Harry Kane we know and love. I think there's there's definitely something going on there. Even Sunny, Sunny is world class, but in the past few games, you're you're seeing glimpses maybe, but like it's not again. It's also not the Sunny we know and love. Yeah, I mean there are always glimpses of it, like with Harry. Like still, some of the passes he's making are absolutely yeah. mind boggling. I think there was one just in the most recent game, a through ball. Um, but yeah, no, everybody, everybody needs to step it up and know that their place in the starting 11 is conditional. I think the only two people who do deserve that start every time are Skip mm. and Hoybier, who I think have mm. been so, so Action. consistent. Skippy has been really shining. Like, it's so nice to see him back. Like, oh, he looks like a man already. It's like, oh, he's growing up. And then, of course, Hoybier is like, our intern, our intern is all grown up. But even just like Hoibe and, and really the energy he brings to a game has been commendable. But you're right. Everyone else has been like had their moments, but no one has been consistent. So I don't get why Twitter is all a blaze over Nuno when this is what Nuno has to work with. You know, like there's only so mm-hmm. much a coach can shift around the starting 11 and like all these rumors about Delhi and where does Delhi go now? I saw the article in The Athletic um, by Charlie Eccleshare, I think, and was talking about that. So there's still clearly a lot of ways that we can improve and clearly the starting 11 is not yet solid. So give him kind of some slack, guys. Plus, I'll just mention it. Sure, we lost to West Ham and a bunch of others, but guess who also lost to West Ham? Man City. So, like, they've got Pep and a bazillion dollars. So, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. I mean, we also have a new director mm. of football, so I don't know why all the, you know, all the weight would come down on Nuno's head if people aren't... Is it Paratici not talking about him yeah. or what signings he's made? And we've also been unlucky. There was another injury to heal last night. It looked like he had a hamstring issue. So, yeah. Um, but I... I some other positives, I think Romero's looking good. I think Royal played really well last night. Really exciting going forward. I think Ben Davis always brings the fire. He and Reggie at the left-back position, yeah. both every game look like they're pumped up to play and like really deliver for the fans. So, yeah, yeah I think there's definitely some positives. And also, I guess just w- one more thing before we move on to hope that we more <laughs> positives. I think well, one thing is that when like when Nuno joined, wasn't the theme mm-hmm. rebuild? 
it wasn't like a a manager hire that that said oh shit we're gonna now like fucking win the Champions League and everything it wasn't that it was rebuild and everyone understood that it would be a process I, and it's a process that doesn't take five games guys. I guess people right. didn't yeah. understand the meaning of the word process but we do understand yeah. a win we had two wins uh, against Newcastle two three which is pretty very spursy of us to just you know leave it that tight and acid Toby this <laughs> game was nuts you know that the SNL, like, yeah. the newest bar in New York has everything. This had everything. <laughs> it, yeah. it had everything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I guess first thing, there was this, like, oh, my, this weird, like, political context and extreme hype and excitement and dread. And I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. So I guess they, they mm. changed owners. They're now owned by... A Saudi a, investment firm, yeah, I guess? Something yes. like that? Which some people are hyped about because they're like, whoa, now we're going to be the new Man City. And other people are not hyped about because, hang on. Easy, bitches. This doesn't feel... (laughs) Yes, I know. Uh, Exactly. I think think it's the Sovereign Wealth Fund. So, and they claimed... I I was listening to Pod Save the World, which is crazy that this was featured on Pod Save the World. Because it doesn't usually talk about football. But the implications of that is that I supposedly they gave a statement where, yeah, no, Saudi Arabia will have no say in the running of this football club but it's funded by the sovereign wealth fund of the country so yeah Yeah. i don't know no no relation there whatsoever yeah and this is totally not like a pr stunt or any kind of like is it greenwashing what's the term for this not at all sports washing (laughs) (laughs) anyway so that was the context we're going into and it seemed like from the news coverage that newcastle was overall mega hyped feel like this is a new era and in the first minute they scored the stadium explodes and it's like oh <laughs> shit we're a prop in their tale of of <laughs> success and riches yeah and then so okay early early conceded goal and then a few minutes before halftime there was like a weird flashback to the mm. euros and you could see like the reemergence of trauma in hoy Beer's eyes <laughs> When suddenly the game had to be stopped because a fan was taken ill. Uh, props to the fast-thinking, heroic movements of Reggie yeah. and Dyer. They were able to stop the game, alert medics, and, and have the fan attended to. How does one oh even see into the fan stands? Like... I'm sorry, what kind of special eyesight do these people have? They're supposed to be not only kind of figuring out where everyone else is in the field and where the ball is, but they're also like, wait, there's something going on in the stand. Yeah. What is that like reflex superhero levels? I know. Yeah, I saw tweets saying that like part of your job as a football player is to train yourself to tune out everything. So it was it's amazing and I guess maybe it's it's part amazing it's yeah. part lucky that they that they registered that and were able to act quickly. Damn. So yeah, but like uh we saw a tweet from Newcastle um with a photo of the fan he's been released from hospital and he's fine. So good to hear. Wow. So all yeah. good. And it's so yeah, good. He's yeah. recovering. It's so good that we want to like yay recovered. Yes, yeah. yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Now, bringing it back to us, <laughs> the news here is that we scored a whopping, a whopping three goals. And honestly, this 2-3 scoreline doesn't yeah. quite capture it because the third oh. one was an oh, unlucky, no. mm. late, 
own like come goal. on yeah I d- even with the own goal I really wasn't worried I mean which is easy to say <laughs> after the fact but they really didn't look threatening and John Joe Shelby again not covering himself in glory just really don't like the way he plays um, and his sending off I think was absolutely deserved and after that I, d- I never really thought they'd get back in so yeah we were yeah, we were good enough, I would say. Hey, good enough gets you those three <laughs> fucking points. And we're yes. oh my god, and we really, really we needed did. it. And we're also on to the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup. Like, what? Yes, oh my god. Wow, so this game, uh, 0-1 at Burnley. Uh, okay, I, I will never turn down <laughs> the win. I will never, never say no to win. But honestly, if I'm honest with my feelings, it felt a bit more like a... Like, we avoided <laughs> losing rather than we outright won. To be fair, to be fair. That was just the vibe I got. Just vibes we still got. Yeah, I'd say there were very few times we looked convincingly like the better team, especially in the first half. I thought, I mean, they had plenty of opportunities as well, some really dangerous crosses in. So I thought our defense held up really well. Yeah, our just going forward, incredibly lackluster. Mm-hmm. Too slow, just like in the Newcastle game. In the Newcastle game as well, the I, the ball spent so much time at the feet of our center backs. I mean, and Eric Dyer's a good passer, but we just don't whip the ball around from the defensive half like, say, mm-hmm. Liverpool or Virgil van Dijk would. So we, I, we just need a way to find the ball at our feet of our wingers more often or an attacking central um, central midfielder. It's just it's too slow. It's way too slow. I call it lethargic. Like... Like the time zone mm. is not helping, but when I when I see an early game, I'll try to catch it. And even the early games, I'm like, yes, I get to watch. I get sleepy, guys. Like I'm like I'm like wait. Like I'm not athletic, but like I feel like could I be running with them? This is so slow. I think West Ham really exposed our weakness in that if they sit back and hold their shape and don't even have their forwards chase around too much, we'll just hold the ball with our defenders and not press too much and we have a really uh, tough time breaking down the defense like if a team tries to play a really high line a really aggressive offensive uh, offsides trap like Southampton did last season um, like a couple teams have this season then we can get mm-hmm. Sun in behind get more behind use our speed and really break through but if a team sits back and just kind of clogs us up we find it really difficult because we just try and play through the middle we haven't been using the low wings enough so yeah we're definitely finding it diff- difficult to create opportunities. But I guess, Acid, you want to give credit to some people that kind of shone during the Burnley game. Yeah, yes, there, there were. So I, I know I was, I was making it seem really <laughs> bleak earlier, but to be fair, I thought Sanchez, Romero, and Royale were good. So, yeah, thank, thanks to them and also a lackluster attack from Burnley. We, <laughs> we walked away with a clean sheet and straight into the quarterfinal where we could face loads of big names so lots of peeps are still in this there's Chelsea there's Arsenal there's Leicester which which makes me a bit nervous because I think we've we've had a pretty fairly easy or should have been easy run to the quarterfinal so far and you can't really say that we Mm. nailed it we kind of just scraped Mm. by like the penalties against Wolves this like lucky to get through kind of game against Burnley, so I'm I'm nervous going forward. I'm really nervous. But are you nervous yeah. enough to not say we'll get three all the points? 
in our upcoming games. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course so not. This <laughs> Sunday, Halloween, we face the uh, all power. I don't know what they are. Man United um, at home. So that's hopeful. And then we move on to yeah. match four of six of the Europa Conference League group stage against Vitesse on the 5th of November. Uh, I'm just reading the dates on my time, so I don't know if these are yours. But on And finally, on the 7th of November, we face Everton away. I'm still a bit jarred from Everton opening season last year. So I don't know. I don't know. But guys, scoreline predictions, points predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to be mega predictable, and I'm going to say maximum, maximum. points. And I'm, I'm saying that because we just saw how Manu <laughs> uh, failed miserably and pathetically over the weekend. Can, yeah. So I think they're going to be reeling from that. And I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're gonna. They're in the space where they bounce back. I think they might be in the space where they're they're still in that. I Cross fingers. That's that's yeah. my. Toby, theory. what are your thoughts? Yeah. What do you guys think? I think if we show up, we can definitely win. I definitely wouldn't write Manu off because, I mean, you never know what Bruno mm-hmm. Fernandes can do. You never know if Pogba is going to suddenly have three assists in a game like he did earlier this season. Obviously, Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo can do anything. And and they were playing a Liverpool side, which is on absolutely top form and is absolutely world-class. So I wouldn't overstate you know, the depths of, of their despair at the moment. So I think it'll be a really, really competitive game. But I think Spurs fans and Spurs Twitter especially need to go and watch some Ted yes. Lasso and just remember to have a bit of belief. Because, like, look at Arsenal. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, they started the season terribly. Now they're stringing wins, wins together. They looked pretty confident in their Carabao Cup game a couple of days ago, so... You know, these streaks can turn around, and uh, these two wins that we've had recently can turn into five wins. You just have to stick at it. That is the kumbaya spirit we know and love from Master Toby. Thanks for (laughs) joining us, Toby. And, I don't know, fingers crossed for maximum points. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. We have just finished halftime with kumbaya Master Toby. It's good vibes from now on. Always good vibes after we get out of halftime. And we move on to more good vibes because now we come to my favorite, well, one of my favorite segments. It's Shit Jan Likes, if you guys aren't familiar. We stalk the shit that Jan Vertonghen likes on Twitter, that he reposts on Instagram because this guy doesn't post that often, but he likes a lot of shit. Uh, What does Jan like this week? So we, he reposted on his Instagram account, so it was an Insta- IG story, so it's gone now, but I'm sure some fan has posted it somewhere, that he had invested, quote-unquote, on the app Spotlast, which, if you guys don't know, is co-owned by Eric Dyer, also known as Jan Vertonghen's BFF. So Spotlast is an app that allows users to submit user-generated content on reviews or, like, of places. It's like an Instagram kind of thing wherein you put Images of uh, restaurant items that you've eaten that you've enjoyed. So I don't know exactly what Jan means by he's invested because there is like a crowdsourcing of crowdfunding this app, but he's a rich guy. So I mean, what kind of investment are we talking about here, Jan? Is it just yeah, like... Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, is it grassroots level 10 bucks per person? 
Should we be investing asset? Because I am game to be a part owner of, um, or like, you know, 10 bucks worth of money in the spot class because we support Eric Dyer in the same way that Jan Vertonghen supports him. Probably a little less because they're BFFs and I kind of miss seeing them hang out together. So I don't know. Millionaires. Know. They're just yeah. like us. Yeah. It, it could. Let's look into it. Let's see. Let's see how we can invest because Eric Dyer has been sharing on his Instagram every person <gasps> Who, who contributes this crowdfunding. We should contribute so, a stocking spurs. I, I don't know. And then... We can, yeah, yeah, we can contribute a stocking spurs. All right, guys. This is something Acid and I are going to try and look into doing. Can't say how much we're investing, but it's going to be something. And let's see if next time we talk, we'll be sharing a post from Eric Dyer of us <laughs> investing in his app. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I love this friendship. I kind of miss seeing them hanging out, to be honest. So I do. Just seeing it's like it's like when Dembele visited uh, in Shanghai when when the team was there, and Jan yes. reposted it like, "Look who came by!" Like that's how it feels. So you know what, Dyer, he Jan is literally in your home, kind of like Portugal. Why don't you go visit and and show some pics because we miss we didn't get that much of that during the summer break but yeah good job thank you for investing in friendship yes thank you for investing in friendship so there are things that you can rely on (laughs) and one of them is a post spurs friendship another thing is that every year we're gonna get a spurs photo shoot or like a barrage of content around the spurs official class photo photo shoot so check out these links um we have a link to an instagram uh, a multi-photo post on Instagram from Spurs Official um, of the photo shoot where they have um, the Spurs players in the Spurs kit and like really literally like lined up, sitting down in rows, in three rows, just like a class pick. Um, and this, yeah, let's start with that first mm-hmm. because maybe that's the less interesting <laughs> of two, maybe only marginally interesting things. So the class pick is fine. It's normal. It's expected. You have the the usual suspects in front and in prominent places. Like you have Harry and Son in front. You have Hugo Captain in the middle. So yeah, it's it's what you would expect of this shoot. No surprises. Everyone looks fine. What's a little bit more interesting, I guess, is this next series of photos where they have uh, people posing one by one mm. in like, I guess this is the official, is this the official travel wear? Mm. Is this the official casual Fridays yeah. look for the, for the team? I wish Spurs official would give a bit more context, but I'm not going to complain because the photos are fine. And you have peeps like Delhi and Sun and Eric and Harry posing in uh, like a navy bomber mm. jacket and a navy shirt and navy pants. Which is fine. Very on trend for 2021. Um, also, like, it reminds me a lot <laughs> of Nuno's, like, default outfits. Maybe this is what Nuno's out- Nuno's been wearing all this time. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It's like a dress up know. as your boss day. Yeah, it is. I-, I really look forward to the photo shoots. We've dedicated the entire episodes to just the content we get from the photo shoots we do every year. So, I'll admit... I'm happy to see this, but I'm also a little disappointed with the level of production value and the rollout we're getting this year. I said, I don't know if they're holding back on us. I don't know if they're waiting for things to get better so that they can post happy content again. But I really want to see the behind the scenes video. I want to see the interviews. I want to see the banter. 
Like, I hope, like, because it scares me. Is it that there is no banter because everyone's sad in the dressing room? I don't ah. know. I don't know. But I, I, I want the good days. I want the happiness. I want the bromancing. I want all of that. So Spurs, give it to us. Someone leak something. Because usually these oh days leak God. out, right? And there's been nothing. It's been silence. Yeah. Whoa. So I've assumed that they haven't released their usual, like, seven-minute behind-the-scenes happy banter video because our results haven't been all that great and they don't want to invite <laughs> negative comments like they're saving it for truly good results but you you bring up a great point what if there is no banter to capture what if there is no good vibes oh to, to film that's totally a possibility and that makes me really sad i hope not and because i really love the outfits the bomber nuno look is really i like it i like how it's not too, like, they look great in their formal wear. I love that, too. Hugo Boss has not let us down. But I like this more chill look. I mean, it's 2021. We've been two years in this pandemic. Everybody's had to take a chill pill at some point, you know? So Spurs, either give us the video now <laughs> or at least assure us that it's coming because I really look forward to that. I'm kind of sad we aren't seeing it this time around. Yeah. Anyway things that will always and we can assure you will come every single time is this episode's bb of the week if you still don't know this is when acid and i mostly me i say acid and i so it doesn't sound too creepy but it's really me um, (laughs) we scour the depths of the facebook instagram twitter accounts of wives and girlfriends of the players themselves to, to give you guys the best in baby Spurs content and we don't just look at the current Spurs players if you're a Spurs legend your baby is a Spurs legend and will always be here and this week we are featuring a shit ton of babies starting off with the very very cute Salvador so baby Salvi of course of Sanchez uh, has posted, uh, well, he didn't post it, he's still a baby. Uh, his mom, Daniela <laughs> Reynad, posted on her Instagram account, uh, Salvi and me, and then like two cute emojis. And honestly, this baby is so cute. I still don't see a neck. I still approve of that. No neck babies are the only way to go. But also, he's grown up really quickly. He was like a fetus in like the last photo, and now he's like a man with a mustache. But still cute. Still so cute. He smiles sweetly <laughs> at the camera. It's a multi-photo post. And in the next one, he's like crawling on, I guess, the terrace. It looks really sunny. He's in cute tiger jammies. And like they're making like duck faces while his mom is. And he's just like, what's happening, mom? Super duper cute. Baby Salvi is really growing in my esteem. And I'm so excited to see more of him. Thanks, Daniela, for posting this. Yeah, nice. Next, we have a post from Lucas Mora. So he shared a video on his Instagram with a caption that says, Olympic Games 2036, here we go. Which is funny because you check out the video and I don't know what Olympic event this is. It's just Lucas throwing his kid over and over again, flipping him over, and he lands on his knees repeatedly on this bed. It's it's fun. It looks very fun. Yeah. I still don't know what sport it is, but I'm glad they're having a great time. <laughs> I my suspect. I suspect that this is for gymnastics. You know how when you do like a twist and then you land on your feet. At the very oh, end of right. it, he lands on his feet, and they were like, "Yay!" Yeah. 
but it just shows okay. how Lucas. So it's an assisted <laughs> somersault <laughs> or something. I, I like yeah. how Lucas nice. is just a stage dad. It's like, yeah, Olympics. Like, you know, when you have kids, you really dream big. I love it so much. Totally. Speaking of dreaming big, we've got more shit from Jan Vertonghen. Can't get enough, can't stop, won't stop. And we get all three kids. So over a span of two separate Instagram photo posts, the first one shows the older two kids, Layla and I, I don't know the, little, the second kid's name, but Layla and her little brothers uh, are clearly learning to surf in the beautiful beaches of Portugal because they are there doing thumbs up signs drenched and it looks like they're having a ball and clearly dad is there to document everything but before that he actually posts a photo with his youngest son and now we see a a better picture of him and he's raising him up Rafiki Lion King style into the sun and he looks great in his white shirt and like great hair and love his sunglasses and his caption is my king and I this baby is so cute honestly this baby is so cute yeah I love seeing yeah, them. Yeah, Yana's such a sweet family. Super. I really like them. Love them. They're <laughs> really cute. Cool. Moving on from cute to what is this? This is with at babies with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this post of Nene Aurier modeling. Okay, I, I realize that not everyone's going to be able to see this because it's a locked account. And uh, we, we happen to be in there because, circle. you know, it's just Inner basic circle. stalker skills. <laughs> But it's super sweet. It's Aurier's daughter in, like, I don't know if this is a hallway at home, but she is working it for the camera. Great posing skills. I I feel like this is innate also. I feel like this wasn't with coaching. It seems natural that she just, you know, she has one foot in front of the other. She has, like, her her face cradled in one hand. (laughs) It's just, it's perfect. Go for it, girl. Work it. We love Nisha Aurier. She's so cute. More cuteness up ahead from Spurs legend Charlie Morgan. Mommy Alex Morgan has gifted us with a multi-photo post on her Instagram uh, with the caption, uh, sunflower emoji, uh, Halloween pumpkin emoji, family emoji. And we see just the gorgeous family, mom, dad, and baby Charlie frolicking in a field of sunflowers. I kid you not, that is what they're doing in photo one and photo two. They are immersed in the uh, flower field and the sunflowers and there's like a sunset behind them and baby Charlie is just so happy to be there in her plaid outfit. But because it's fall and Halloween is coming up, we also see baby Charlie carrying the tiniest pumpkin you will ever see because if she's a baby and she can carry a pumpkin, it must be freaking tiny. And she's so cute. She's like, do I post like this, mom? Like, it's not clearly not Neha Aurier uh, model pose, but it's cute nevertheless. We love baby Charlie, and I'm so happy to see her back in our lives. Awesome. And from hello from the USA, we go to bonjour from... I was about to say France, but I realized it might not literally be in France. <laughs> but anyway, we go to the Larisse household. And Maureen has posted a video of uh, her three kids watching their dad win um, the Nations League. And we see their the, the, the youngest of the brood, this is Leandro, um, just shouting Ale over and over again. Which is really sweet. So it makes you think, you know what, the first word that any French football player's kid must learn... <laughs> Is probably Ale. Yeah, super cute. This family never ceases. Super cute. I really, I love that video. It's really, really nice. 
Um, and we, we stay in the Larisse household because also another bunch of pictures from, from Marine um, are beach photos from a holiday they've taken, which I'm, I'm wondering, what, was this with Hugo or was this just <laughs> no. mom and the kids? But check it out because the last in this series is, is a video of Leandro rolling around in the sand repeatedly. It's, it's super, he's such a sweet baby. Congratulations to the Luris kids for just winning this Yeah, week. you guys win it. Baby of the week. And there goes the whistle. We've reached the end of the second half. We want to thank you guys for joining us again. If you wanted to follow along to any of the posts that we talked about, you can see all of those in our episode description. And we'd love to hear from you. Do you agree about our uh, fashion judgment of the guys at the... Uh, Red carpet, we'd, we'd really like to hear from you, so follow us on social at Stockingspurs on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. If you haven't liked, subscribed, shared us with friends, please do. We appreciate that. Thanks to Toby and thanks, Acid, for joining me once again. And we'll see Thanks, you. Patty. We'll see you guys next time on Stocking Spurs. Come on, Come on you Spurs. Spurs.